This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting and hosted by the Phoenix Fire Department. My name is Allie Party. I'm a public information specialist. And this morning I am joined with my good friend, Cindy Staub. Hi, how are you? Good. So Cindy is a deputy fire marshal with fire prevention and... We have had a very fun friendship and working relationship. So to give background, before I even started working for the fire department, Cindy and I were doing spin classes together. We were. We were both getting our heinies kicked. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And it was so fun to, once I was leaving the news station and joining the fire department, you were one of the first people that had kind of reached out to me. And it's just been cool to kind of see that relationship grow and now work together. I know. It's been fun. So we are together because we are talking about this week being fire prevention week and as a deputy fire marshal that's a pretty big deal so I will just kind of let you take the floor and describe you know tell us about you tell us about your career with the Phoenix Fire Department how long have you been with the city all that type of stuff Um, so I grew up here in the city Um, I grew up in uh, North Scottsdale and I just love the valley and I knew I wanted to work here my original goal was to become a firefighter and um, I thought well fire inspector came available that looks like an interesting career. Maybe it'll get me a foot in the door. So I went in and I tested for it. And before I knew it, I was hooked. I was like, oh, this is way cool. There's a lot of stuff and a lot of avenues you can go down with this job. Um, so I've been doing it for about 13, going on 14 years now. Wow. And it's 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 never a dull moment. There's never a day where I don't learn something new. There's never a day where I don't see something different. So it's been a really interesting career. I think that's one of the things that sometimes we don't focus so much on is there are so many different channels within the fire department. And I know this past year with a new recruitment class and all that type of stuff, our career day, you were there. Mm -hmm. We really want to showcase that, you know, are you the right fit? That is the slogan for the Phoenix Fire Department. But there are so many different areas that you can fit in, whether it's fire prevention, the alarm room, community assistance program, all that type of stuff. So it's really cool to see how your maybe dream or passion for the fire service mm-hmm. adapted into fire prevention. Oh, yeah. It's been awesome. And we I still get that interaction with operations all the time. And literally, there's not one part of the fire department in any section that we don't touch in some way, shape or form. And going into that, <laughs> talking about having your you know hands in the pot, if you will, you just got off a scene, correct? Can you kind of talk us through that, walk us through what happened? Yeah, so we got called out this morning. There was a big fire that happened at a uh, uh, place that... Uh, Bakes goods, like cinnamon rolls and all that fun stuff. It was like commercial size, too, right? Yeah, Yeah. big warehouse size. Um, So they had a sprinkler activation and they had some uh, an oven catch fire. And essentially, uh, we go out there and make sure we're like, okay, did all the fire suppression systems go off? What happened? How do we... Um, get those systems put back online. And while we were out there, we also had a couple other alarms that went off. So we had to investigate that and figure out, is this something that needs to be fixed? And then we also mitigate any major hazards that we see while we're there. So if there's anything like the biggest things we look at when we go to a building, the two things we always tell our inspectors are, are all the fire safety systems in place? Do they work properly? And can they get out of the building? We want, And can we get our firefighters in and out of the building safely mm-hmm. too? So those are the actually the main points that we would look at at any building that we go into. 
There was something you said to me the other day when we were planning for Fire Prevention Week and mm-hmm. all the fun that we're going to be having. Mm-hmm. You said it's kind of our slogan that we make nothing happen. Yeah. We're, <laughs> it's not the most enticing no. headline, but it has a purpose. So can you talk about that? So we're like... If the fire never happens, we did our jobs. Exactly. Right? That's the biggest thing is that we want to make sure that um, we go. And so our big things are we're the, like the silent partner to mm-hmm. operations is, is how we kind of look at it. Um, we make sure that all those systems that they have are in place, like I said, and are operational and working like they're supposed to. And we're kind of unsung carriers because when you go into, you know, you hear about a big fire and stuff like that and the flashing lights and all the guys get the attention, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And but what ends up happening is like a sprinkler head actually put out the fire. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there to help clean up and make sure that the systems are turned yeah. off and everything like that at that point. And, just, yeah. and, and if it extended or over uh, powered the system, then they would be brought in for, for help for sure. So we're definitely those people that were the silent partner that nobody hears about. So if the fire never got any bigger than like mm-hmm. a small stove fire, then the good news is we did our jobs. It's a team effort. And it is. if we can prevent fires from happening, mm-hmm. how much tragedy does that prevent? All that type of stuff. Oh my gosh. All I can't tell you how many stove fires alone, as CO2 activations that we have. So even when you go into a Circle K, those fountain drinks that you get are actually fed by a CO2 system, which requires an alarm that tells somebody, hey, that, if the CO2 yeah. two levels get too high in here, they have to evacuate the building because it creates an oxygen deficient environment. Wow. So there's a lot of different safety systems that are in place that nobody even knows about. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's really great to be able to see those systems when it happens and then make sure when they do happen and everything like that, we can put them back online. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times we'll go to an apartment fire or something and they'll say, oh, thank you for coming out. We'll we'll get it fixed in the morning. And they're like, no, you have people in the building. <laughs> yeah. Your system's down if something happens. Those systems aren't going to activate until you get them back online. So that's where we come into play. We make sure everything gets put back in service. Very much so, working behind the scenes, mm-hmm. preventing all the fires, the <laughs> tragedies. And a lot of the stuff that you guys do, too, is educational as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's about 90% of our job. So a lot of people don't understand. They they think uh, fire sprinkler systems and they think die hard. <laughs> We're like, the whole building's going to, you know, you've got sprinkler heads going off everywhere. And it really does. It's contained to usually right where the seat of the fire is. It's trying to do the least amount of damage that doesn't cost the customers quite as much, mm-hmm. although it does probably feel that way with a lot of water. Water damage. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's better than yeah, everything. Nobody yeah. died at the yeah. end of the day. Everybody got out safe. That's our biggest goal. So looking to this week, it's Sunday today, and now we have a whole week's worth of fun for Fire Prevention Week. Not only is it just Fire Prevention Week, but it's the 100th anniversary, which is pretty cool, too. That's pretty awesome. It's really steeped in tradition. And looking at all the things that we have in store, can you talk about what Fire Prevention is doing? I know you guys have some trainings. I know on our behalf in public affairs, we have lots of stuff coming out, whether it be content and news newsroom articles, all that type of stuff. So, yes, like you said, it's a 100th year anniversary, so we're super excited about it. Um, This year's theme is plan your escape. We want to make sure that you guys are practicing your fire drills. You know how to get out of there. Where's your secondary exit? Where do you guys meet up and practice that with your kids? Also, get them used to the sound of that smoke alarm. We want to make Mm -hmm. sure that they understand that when that beeping goes off, that means you got to get out. So that's part of what we're doing. We're putting some safety worksheets up there that you'll be able to download off of our site. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a big high-rise drill that we're doing. We're doing a big fire drill downtown. Um, our It's going to be real-life operations. We're going to pretend like... 
Um, there's a fire going on. Our fire crews are going to evacuate. They're going to use their safety plan that they have in place mm-hmm. to test their stuff. And then we're also going to make sure our crews are educated on what we need to do on our end as far as fire prevention. Absolutely. That's super cool. And then I know from community involvement in the public affairs team, you and I have been working together on getting not silly, but reels made mm-hmm. and graphics and things that are educational for folks on social media. Because every time we have this show, we plug our social media. So mm-hmm. if you're not following us already, go follow the Phoenix. <laughs> fire department but we also have um, some events planned we have a smoke detector walk as well we do we have that coming up on Saturday um, we had canvas a neighborhood and asked people if they were interested in smoke detectors so some of our inspectors I know the Arizona burn foundations involved in it and everything mm-hmm. and we're gonna go out there um, with some volunteers and install free smoke detectors um, the other thing we want to tell you too is that if you're not interested in it at least double check it make sure it works make sure it's got a battery make sure that it's not expired there's an actual expiration date on the back of that smoke detector so when we went out canvassing last week, it or was it last week? I don't know. All the days blur together these days. I don't know when it was. But a couple of weeks ago, if it wasn't last week, we went out and we walked the neighborhood in Maryville where this smoke detector walk is going to be happening. And... I was with Captain Rob McDade and Captain Kenny Overton. And we had two folks. I want to say um, they were... If it wasn't the Byrne Foundation, maybe Dignity Health Mm -hmm. or one of the other community partners. And we were hanging the flyers on the doors talking Mm -hmm. about, hey, if you're interested, scan this code, sign up. It's free. Just like you said, all that kind of stuff. And we're walking down the sidewalk and someone came out of their front door and this older woman had said, hey, do you need something? We're like, no, we actually just hung something on your door. It's Mm -hmm. for a smoke detector walk. And she hadn't seen it because she saw us at her door and she ran out to see if we needed her or whatever. And we turn around and we're like, no, it's hung on your door. And we show her the flyer that we taped on her door. And we start talking to her. And all of a sudden, she started bawling crying. And I, if someone's crying, I'm crying. Yeah. That's just how I am. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she said that her husband had passed away like six months ago. And the crew from Station 40 right across the street had mm-hmm. has come over and checked on her. Aww. And she said that her smoke detector, she that's the one thing that her husband was always working on in the house. Mm-hmm. And since he had passed, she's been worried about when am I going to get that checked? I can't step up on a ladder to do it. And she was just so emotional that she was like, this was so meant to be. And she was so appreciative Mm -hmm. of the offer and just the firefighters across the street. And it was it just goes to show you how big of an impact, whether it's fire prevention, community involvement or the fire station across the street, how cool it is to be ingrained in the community like that. Oh, for sure. We're uh, our family helping your family. And Mm -hmm. that's what it is. We really want to make sure that at the end of the day, everybody goes home safe. So that's those are the kind of stories that we love to hear. We I get stopped all the time. Did you know that I you guys saved my life? Like mm, if you hadn't yeah. come and changed out the smoke detector or given me information on it, I would have never known. And it's something as simple as closing your bedroom door. I'm so glad you said that because yeah. I saw, I want to say it was on TikTok or something the other mm-hmm. day of a house fire and the difference of closing a door, when whether it be when you're sleeping or whatever, but just to see the whole charred hallway and then the bedroom being pristine. Totally yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with it at all. It's amazing how much of a difference it makes. And truly, and and I'm, 
I'll, she's probably going to kill me for doing this, but I mm. love my mom to death. But mm. my mom is like, I'll smell the smoke. I'm like, you're not going to oh, smell no, the smoke no, no. in your sleep. Yeah. Oh my gosh, don't do it. So mm. now she's trained. She knows. She she knows I'll come over Out and check her. Out of all people, directors. she should be very I well know, trained, Cindy. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she is the boss, so I do have to remember that at the end Sometimes, of the day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how old we are. Our moms are always the boss. Exactly. <laughs> well, I can't tell you how excited I am to be kicking off Fire Prevention Week here with you. And I know we have a ton of fun in store for the rest of the week. And not only fun, but lots of educational opportunities as well. You had mentioned on our website, we have those home escape plans. Mm-hmm. We um, And those are also available in both English and Spanish, which yes. are super cool. But there's a lot of downloadable, fun activities for families to plan those escapes, you know, like you had said. And not only that, but to just familiarize your family with these types of emergencies. Yeah, for sure. And it's one thing nobody thinks about is that you do have to practice it. And it becomes muscle memory for the kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know when we were um, setting up one of the videos and stuff, we had to kind of work with them a little bit. And now mm-hmm. they know. Like when we went back there, they're like, are we going to do the same thing? We know where to go. We're going to go to the yeah. tree. We're going to meet up. And mm-hmm. they get all excited about it because they know what to expect and they know what to do. So that's that's the biggest thing. We just, like I said, at the end of the day, I want to know that everybody can get out alive. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me again today. I know that this is not the last time you'll be on the show. It's not the first time either. You've been on here a couple times, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, so we're getting you uh, ingrained in all things media, right? And Yes, again, awesome. Thank you. If you're not following Phoenix Fire on social media, please go and follow us. You'll see Cindy's cute face on there this week with plenty of videos. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Nothing to apologize. Again, thank you for tuning in this morning. Happy Fire Prevention Week. Thank you. We will... Uh, talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you.